had movie star looks and flawless hair. When you started your fantasy life together, I bet he carried you across the threshold of your perfect house, a gorgeous home with beautiful shutters and a perfectly manicured lawn surrounded by all your favorite flowers. And that amazing man of your dreams loved you like crazy. Together, you had the ideal number of beautiful children, each one with just the perfect name. Of course, you were too young then to pay attention to details like pregnancy, weight gain, stretch marks, and C-sections. In your beautiful dream, your family could have been the models for those pictures that come with new picture frames. Now, what about the guys? When you were a teenager, what did you dream about for your future marriage? Again, I'm just guessing, but I'll bet your wife looked pretty much like a bikini model. I'll bet she had blonde hair or whatever color's your favorite, if you even thought about details like that. In fact, I'll bet you couldn't tell me the color eyes your fantasy woman had, but I'll bet you were just sure that you'd have sex at least twice a day and three times on Sundays. Now, let me ask you, whether you're a man or a woman, are you still dreaming? Or has reality set in for you? Is your marriage what you expected it to be? Great expectations. The truth is that all of us carry all sorts of expectations into marriage. We imagine what it might be like constructing ideal circumstances. But then, when marriage inevitably doesn't meet those expectations, many of us experience the crash, letdown, disappointment, pain, anger, frustration, despair, often even divorce. We wonder what went wrong when we thought we'd met Mr. or Mrs. Wright. We wonder how we could have been so mistaken about the person we thought we wanted to spend our lives with. But here's the hard truth about marriage. No one's expectations hold up. They're based on romantic fantasies and chick flicks and airbrushed images of the perfect bodies and compliant attitudes. The harsh reality is that we're all imperfect human beings. Everybody occasionally forgets to put the toothpaste cap back on or lower or raise the toilet seat, which is a reminder that everybody actually uses the bathroom. Everybody wakes up with stinky morning breath. Everybody gets runny noses sometimes, even diarrhea. It's gross, sure, but you know it's true. Everybody loses their temper or says hurtful things from time to time. But strangely, those things never make the cut in those fantasies we imagine for ourselves, even though they're all just as true about you as they are about your spouse. Maybe you've been wounded in past relationships. Maybe you've watched your friends, your parents, your adult children go through divorces. Maybe you're even in a relationship right now that you know is on life support. Because of your own experiences, you can't help asking yourself, is a good marriage even possible? let alone a great one. Call me crazy, but I believe with all my heart that yes, it is possible to have a great marriage. Not just a healthy relationship, but a loving, thriving, helping each other reach your full potential relationship. No surprise then that having this kind of marriage is not easy. It takes work, and it takes specific kinds of work. The truth is, you're not even likely to have a so-so marriage if you just keep doing the same things that everybody else is doing. It's easy to see why this is true. Horrifying, heart-numbing statistics are easy to find in magazines, 
on the internet, and even in the lives of our friends and families. About 50% of marriages don't make it. And if you're young, say under 25, when you start your married life together, guess what? Your odds are even worse. And it doesn't matter how much money you make, how educated you are, what your ethnic background is, or whether you're a Christian. Statistically, it's a coin toss for almost everyone. Even of the 50% or so who do stick it out, we know that a lot of those are miserable. They don't have any real intimacy. They feel unfulfilled in their lives and their dreams. A lot of couples just stick together for the kids or because they're afraid to be alone as a single parent. It seems like it's more and more common in the generation just ahead of mine to divorce later in life once the last kid is out of the house. No matter how you look at it, if you choose to get married, the odds are stacked against you. So, take just a moment and think about this with me. In what other significant area